welcome back everyone to another episode of the post game overtime podcast we are here on uh, february 12th the day after super bowl 58 i'm brandon as always i'm joined with will uh, how are we feeling after that game last night it's a solemn occasion yeah this is gonna be a sad episode i'm not eh, you know no 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 we gotta be good sports cheers to the kansas city chiefs Woo! the quote-unquote underdogs <laughs> Yeah, bullshit, my ass. The dynasty underdogs. Yeah, that just shows you how stupid the sports books are when when the dynasty team is the underdogs. Like, get real, get yeah. lost. And then also, um, even after the game, Mahomes talking about like all the adversity, the team history. It's like what you, you had receivers who couldn't catch. That's really that's the adversity you faced. Your receivers. You sucked. had a top like, defense. Yeah, your defense has been better than they've ever been. Yeah, maybe the adversity is his dad getting another Dewey and his wife. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. We're done there. Maybe the adversity was the AI Taylor Swift leaks. Um, yeah, actually, do you think? Do you think that that locker room's listening to the new Kanye album? Maybe. Do you think Travis said, maybe. "Hey guys, come on, don't, don't." Maybe. Don't. Come on, guys, don't, don't do that. Don't do that to me. Um, they did not propose after the Super Bowl. So, uh, any of the no betters, you guys cashed fat. Uh, our ten, our twelve leg PGO parlay did not hit. Um, surprise, surprise. Sixty six percent though. We got we got eight out of the eight out of the twelve. Most yeah. only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, but fair enough. And two that didn't um, hit, I thought were were kind of locked. locked. Um, yeah, but apparently, not. but no, I uh. It was it was a good game. It was. To be fair, it was a good game. I loved the defense. I thought the first half, you know, people always bitch and moan um whenever there's good defensive play in the Super Bowl, uh going back to the Rams Patriots Super Bowl and everyone weeps. But oh, I got something in my eye. Um but I I love a good defensive showing. I love tons of pressure on the quarterback. When a team's able to contain Mahomes, it's entertaining and that's not me being a Mahomes hater. That's me being a Mahomes appreciator that he's so good that when someone's able to contain him and it's not just dropped passes when they're locking them, you know, Chase Young got a sack, like, you know, you know, when, when they're, when they're coming to play like that, that to me, that's very entertaining football. Now. Yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't keep that up for the second half. Unfortunately, especially that fourth quarter in overtime. Yeah. I don't know. I, and, and this is, I think where a lot of people were rooting against the chiefs and, and maybe myself included, but, what I don't like is when it was when when the when the Niners kicked it with a minute fifty four left. When they didn't get that third and fourth, the two minute warning, you went, Okay, game's over, Chiefs won. Yeah. Like you just knew. You just knew. And people will go, Oh, well, that's that's what's so great about the Super Bowl. It comes down to the last drive. And it's like, yeah, but I would have rather seen it come down to the last Niners drive than because the last cheese drive feels like a foregone conclusion. Yeah. It feels like, you know, there's just, there's not going to be. And I, I don't know, man. I don't know how. And I get Andy Reid's a terrific coach. I get that coaching staff is very good. I get Mahomes is very good. And this is what makes a great team a great team. This is what makes a dynasty team a dynasty team. But, you yeah. know, those, those, those halftime adjustments. But for them to lock them up the way they did in the first half. And then you watch them just march down the field with two minutes to go. It it it's so ty- it's so typical. I guess. But I think to anyone who thinks it's scripted, I feel like that reinforces that scripted idea. Yeah. Because there there wasn't even a glimpse of that of that lockdown potential, in my opinion. The one the one they had was uh, uh Scantling had that. And I think it was even in overtime when he had that uh, run backwards. Oh yeah. But. Yeah. You know, next play they just they erase it all. So, congrats to the Chiefs. Congrats to the Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think Purdy did good. People want to slam him. I think yeah, sure he could have done better, but but it's also I don't know. And, and I think loss on him. Like people no, and and I think it. the Patriots dealt with this too. You know, when you have a offense as good as you have, it overshadows the defense, but. And I think this year the Chiefs defense kind of got their flowers because people were talking about how good they were. But we really saw how good they were. Chris Jones breaking up 
multiple plays that two of them that could have been touchdowns getting in Purdy's face. Like, I don't know. I don't think he, he just, he couldn't get it out quick enough. And, you know, I think it's interesting. McCaffrey had a great game, a little slow. Like the run game was, I think shut down well. And then they went away from it in the the third quarter. They kind of went away from it when. Yeah, really feels like they did. And that was kind of their big weapon all year was their their run game and that explosiveness. And then they kind of went away from it. And I I would be really curious to know, you know, what what where would we be at now talking about it? Had they kept doing it throughout the, you know, the third and fourth quarter and just really stuck to their uh, their game plan and maybe it'd be a different outcome but yeah and i don't know i don't maybe people are talking about it maybe i just haven't heard i don't think enough people are talking about the niners had what six injuries for starters that game yeah like a lot of players like i forget uh now i'm blank and i feel bad but that one defensive player tore his acl uh green running onto the field Greenlaw. Greenlaw, like that's no, it ridiculous. was his, uh, his achilles his Hold, Achille- uh, Aaron, that's right Aaron, my bad rogers Aaron Rodgers, his Achilles, Kirk Cousins, his Achilles. Yeah. Um, running yeah. onto the field, and, and you gotta think like if that doesn't happen, he's a huge piece to that defense, especially that that secondary defense. Like if that doesn't happen, what yeah. what does that last two minute drive look like? Yeah, it makes you wonder, um, you know, what, what kind of impact he could have had throughout the game. Yeah. I think uh, I think the Niners D line played a phenomenal game. I think Bosa Young. Um, now I'm blanking. Who's who's the their their guard um, defensive guard? Big guy right in the middle. Uh, slipping my mind. Yeah, but but their 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 D line had a terrific game. Yeah, I think were I think the first half the that that secondary had a great game. I think injuries hurt them, and I think. We saw that they got pieced up by the end of the game. I think there was, um, on one of the plays, there was a lack of communication. I they, they showed it on the on the replay. You saw there was a breakdown in communication. That's what led to the to the um, touchdown there. Oh, are but, you thinking um, of uh, Armstead? I think so. That's yeah. yeah I was, that's yeah, yeah. the name that was coming to me. Yeah. I don't know if that's you're talking about, but that yeah, I think so. He was great. Yeah, he played great. I thought. Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. whole the whole team did. It's and it was one of those games that, like, yeah, people or some people maybe thought it was boring because they want to see like a, you know, a, a forty-one forty final or whatever. But like, it was a, you know, it was a great game all the way through. It was a close game. Forty ers got a, a bit of a bit of a lead. I mean, it was it was only ten points, and but again, it's when you're against the Chiefs, it's like that. You know that that Both. ten points can be gone just like that. Like it was, it was never a, you know, one team was out of it. It was a, it was a close game, and we we got hell, we got overtime out of it, and like it was a, you couldn't ask for for a more close game and one that you can be uh, invested in and entertained by from from start. Oh to my finish. god, my heart was in my throat, man. It was ridiculous, and. OT was great. I think there was a, there was a few big mistakes that the Chiefs capitalized on the muff punt. You can't have that um, in the Super Bowl. Went off the guy's foot. That's just that's so unfortunate. And that I think that was a, yeah. a turning point right there. Like if that doesn't happen, you know, potentially Niners march down the field and at least get another field goal, right? Like yeah. You know, you, you'll never know. Maybe they go three and out. Who knows? And then maybe they punt it and the guy runs it back. Who knows? But yeah. but to to give them that kind of comeback touchdown in that fashion is, oh, it's heartbreaking. And I think another storyline is is the Niners couldn't capitalize when they should have. Like, yeah, you know, they were able to stop um, the Chiefs when McCaffrey fumbled the ball. They were able to stop that. But yeah. they weren't able to capitalize um, on uh, on that fumble down on their end. I think they ended up going the three and out, maybe one possession, and then same with the interception. Like in, in a Patrick Mahomes interception, that's going to happen once in a blue moon, and you do nothing with it. Yeah, yeah, like it, that was back to back Super Bowl wins for the Chiefs, and I think that was Mahomes' only interception throughout both of those two playoff runs. 
Yeah. So, so another thing I see a lot of people talking about is the um the extra point that yeah. the Chiefs blocked. And now people are like, oh, if, if they made that kick, it's you know, they win the game by one point. And I'm I'm thinking like no, because odds are you kick that the Chiefs coming down at the end of the game. They're instead of a field goal to tie it, they need a touchdown to win. And odds are the Chiefs, yeah. the Chiefs knowing that they have to get a touchdown with that two minutes, they get a touchdown. It doesn't even go to overtime. So I don't Thank even you for saying that. I don't even include because... that that blocked extra point because I think yeah. if they made it, the Chiefs probably win it in regulation. I could not agree with you more. And thank you for bringing that up because I've heard that from a few people. And I think that's, that's so true. And another one I heard, another piece I heard was um, the, the Niners shouldn't have taken the ball in overtime with the new OT rules. Yeah, that one was interesting. Because, because someone made the point, he goes, if you're the second team to get the ball, you know what you have to do. So yeah. if, if one team goes down and gets a field goal, then you know you need you have four downs, pretty much. Like yeah. you're not punting the ball. Doesn't matter if it's yeah, punting's not an option. You've got the, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're in your own zone. You're not punting the ball now. The theory is is if the Chiefs had gotten it first when they were on that fourth and one, maybe they would have punted it. Yeah, because they were playing conservative. Now Which, that's an interesting one then. Yeah, I don't personally, I don't agree with that. And I say that for two reasons. Number one, I think you need to try and set that momentum and then give it to your defense to stop. Yeah. Number two, I think the defense was just on for that two minute drive. Yeah. So you wanted to get 20 seconds to rest. The best chance you have is, I think, you know, if, if, how nice would it have been if the Niners got a touchdown there? Yeah. And then made it, you know, either tie or lose, right? Like they, they, because they kicked it, the Chiefs had an ability to win, I guess, barring a two point conversion. Yeah. Um, but I think if you, and I think with how the Chiefs play, they would have kicked the field goal and then just extended the overtime or the, the point after. Yeah. But I think if you get that touchdown, kick the field goal or point after, get it yes, you're put in a better situation, but I think aside from that, they did the best they could have done by going down there with a seven-minute drive. You gave that defense seven minutes to catch their breath. Yeah. I think if you're, if you are there, they were just on for a two-point final drive, end of the game, they're already tired, and then two-point rushed offense, they're probably gassed, and then to go, okay, get back out on the field, I, I think at that point, you're almost guaranteeing the, the Chiefs a touchdown, and then you're playing, okay, now we have to go down and get a touchdown as well, versus yeah, we go down first. Sure, we give them the advantage of knowing punting's not an option, but yeah. we're giving our defense seven minutes to rest. We're not giving their defense as much time. Yeah, I guess they rested when the Chiefs went down at the end, but we're not we're not giving their defense as much rest time. We're going to try and take advantage of the tired defense. Yeah, but... I, I, either way, I for me it's basically like the Chiefs were getting a, a touchdown either way. Whether they yeah. got the ball first or second, it really came down to the 49ers had had to get a touchdown. They had, whether you they you give Mahomes the ball first, he would have got a touchdown. They got it second as we saw. They got a touchdown like it's again, it's the whole Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs like he's without a doubt the best quarterback currently in the league like you Thank can't you make for an argument Curry. for anyone else so yeah. it's you know it really not came even down to Murray? one day give it one day give it 10 years and we'll, we'll come back to that yeah, once, go take a walk. once Mahomes is retired we'll come back to it go take a walk tell me when you're making sense yeah um but, yeah so so I think we can start the dynasty talks good on him um I need to send an apology and I did smash a parlay last night, and I didn't tell you about it. It was oh, a sleeper you? parlay made at the last minute. Okay. Smashed it. Well, that was the one I sent you, the Kyle Hughes yeah. check. That, that, over which was a good one, That was a very good oh, one. Oh, man. That parlay. 
was very good. It was all the sleeper bets, and it was clutch. That Elijah Mitchell, oh, oh, yeah. Brandon, oh, oh, the last, well the last one it, it came was, down it was well to was Scantling, and he Scantling actually cashed it in OT for me. Oh, I'm kind of losing you a bit. Scantling uh, cashed it in OT. Yeah, still got me. Hello. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, you cashed it in overtime, so that was a nail biter. But I smashed that parlay. Yeah. So we'll we'll take it. We'll take the little victory. Hey, so I want I, to apologize. I started off. I started off hot. Uh, I had the. Well, we, we, we both had us? we both had the over on on the anthem, oh. which obviously held up. And then yeah, I had heads in the coin toss, and it was it was heads. So. And it was purple Gatorade. Purple. Yeah. It took a while to figure out because they never, uh, they never actually ended up showing it on 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 TV. I, I was I wasn't until after um, that I well, saw a clip on on Twitter that that had so it. So my theory is is you get the Gatorade the most when it's a foregone conclusion. I know we yeah. all felt it was, but like if your team's on in victory formation in one more knee and you win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Your two defensive players, they're already holding that Gatorade cooler. Yeah. Like they've they've picked out the cooler. They go, hey Jim, you doing this with me? Okay, perfect. Ready? Okay. Wait for them to kneel. We just won. Let's go. Yeah. Um overtime's a, a different game. Because everyone's running on the field. Yeah. Especially with the new rules where you know the Chiefs very well, I think it was on a second or third down when they got the touchdown. So if they did, if they had not gotten it, they maybe would have had to kick and it would have kept going. Yeah. Well, and I even but texted you when it was uh, going into overtime. I said with overtime, we could very well see no Gatorade because, yeah. you know, that was kind of my For that uh, reason. Yeah. Um, and actually an Instagram account posted the odds for the, for the no Gatorade after the game saying this bet cashed and then nope, purple. Yeah. Also, shout out to uh to Buffalo Wild Wings for free wings for America if the game goes to OT, which it ended up and they, and they tweeted that out like numerous hours before the game even started. So, uh, anyone who went they to Buffalo the Wild Wings got uh got to have a good time. What, I wonder what do you what would ha- what if there was like people who went to like Buffalo Wild Wings with like their buddies and got a table to like watch the whole game and whatnot there. What do you think happened when it went into overtime? Do you think all their wings for the night, they were just like, they're like, all right, they're on the house. Or do you think it's like any wings you get now would have been? No, I think it's, you get one order for free. I think they comp one order. Maybe. Yeah. Either way though, that's, it's still pretty, pretty sweet, sweet deal. Because people that night probably raked up a $400 bill on wings and beer. Now, obviously, oh, the beer wasn't included in the tweet, but they're not they're not comping half that bill. They're going, all right, you got one order yeah. for free. Yeah. Thanks for Which spending $3,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you know places like that, like those kind of sports bars make make That's their on. Super Bowl. The yeah. Super Bowl is their Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I actually, one thing I didn't like, I, I was listening to... um. Uh, as I was on my make, like making my way back home yesterday before the game, I was listening just to the radio, and I don't know who the guy was, but he was talking about how, you know, how the NFL is like so much, um, like bigger, and and, and which it is like it, it's the biggest sports league. Um, but he's talking about how like no one cares about you know the end of the NHL playoffs, the MLB, NBA, like all these. And they're like, everybody cares about the Super Bowl. Like everyone's talking about it. It's like, okay, well, there's there's a big difference because first of all, the Super Bowl is like a, a big special day. And it's always on a Sunday. It's on the weekend. And it's, you know, the game is taking place on this day from the start of the season. Whereas every other league, it's like, you could have a team win, win the championship on a, on a Wednesday night. Because it's a series and there, it's like, whereas in the NFL, it's like, yeah, because everybody can kind of plan when they know it's going to be that day. Whereas all these other ones, like in the NHL, it could be a, a, a seven game series in the finals. It could be a four game sweep. It could be five, six. Like it's so I didn't like that kind of 
trying to hype up the Super Bowl by bashing all these other leagues when they're it's like the NFL is just so far different from how the playoffs and and everything goes from from and any other uh, major sports league. So I just wanted to throw that in because I I love the Super Bowl, but I don't think it should be ever uh, hyping up the Super Bowl at the expense of saying other people don't care about x y and z sports because the super bowl gets all this love because i mean it should but it's it's a very different uh situation and that's that's also props to the nfl though like they they've made it into like a basically a national holiday for a lot of people like it's one of the biggest days of the year for for sports fans so which as it rightfully should be yeah, and I think I think to that to that point exactly. It is it does come down to it's one game. Yeah. And I think that's also why And it's got like a two week you know, the world cup, cup is so Yeah. Right? Like one game will always trump a seven game series. Unless it's game seven and even then. Yeah. It's also like the fact of we knew like you've got a whole two weeks kind of leading up to it like we knew two sundays ago uh you know that that the chiefs and 49ers win so now it's like you've got two whole weeks now of just constant build up to to the big finale of of the season that being the super bowl but like and and i even said it before i would have liked to see you know, the Ravens in there, the Lions in there, but at the end of the day i think the 49ers and chiefs gave us uh, the best game that we could have gotten because these two teams were such, uh, you know, such powerhouses and like as good as the Ravens were, it's like again, it's it's playoff Patrick Mahomes and it's the the 49ers who have been basically unstoppable ever since uh, Brock Purdy came in for them and to see those two teams go head to head like we got, it, we got exactly what we could have hoped for. Um, a great back and forth game, and uh, just yeah, would have been nice too. to see the Forty ers uh, pull it off and and whatnot. But they they played a, a hell of a game, and it's we could very well see them, you know, back in it again next. We we could very well see a rematch again next year. I hope we don't. I don't. I don't think we do because I think like it's just again when it's. You know, it's not a seven game series. It's a it's a one and done like anything can happen in the playoffs. So do we see them mm-hmm. again next year? No. But is it a possibility? It, it very well could be. Is but, it a possibility? Do we want it? No, we don't. No. No. I, I, I would like to see two completely different teams. Um, I, I wouldn't mind the 49ers back. Nah, give, 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 give him like a year or two, and then they can. They no, can. I want to see Brock be him. Mm, he had his chance. But it, again, it wasn't a, on him for them. Uh, You're a bad it, man. It, was, it wasn't his fault, and I don't like the people that are saying it's on him because it's like, yeah, because he, he, he really did all he could. And he made some great plays given absolutely the horrendous position that he he got put in sometimes. So, yep. I uh, know. I think I think he's. I think he showed he is. People may dispute. I think he showed he's a top quarterback. Yeah, and you doubt. can't you can't compare him to Patrick Mahomes or anything. Got to remember, like this was his first actual like full season, mm-hmm. and not only get the 49ers to the Super Bowl, but he played well. Like it's not like you can be like, man, he's the the sole reason they lost. Like. I, no, not at all. I I would not put it on him for a second. Do I think he could have been a bit better? 100%. But I also think that Mahomes could have been much better. He got off to a pretty um, slow start. And also worth noting, Mahomes had the, the one interception in the game. Purdy didn't. Mm. So Purdy was was turnover free. Yep. He And he protected the ball well. Yep. Um, so... But I, I, that's kind of really all my thoughts on the game. Like, you know, I'm I'm no analyst or anything. I don't know all the the different inside details on the game that you know a lot of other people do. But I'm just kind of giving my my raw opinion on it. And 
it was a great game though i i have no complaints about uh about what we got to witness that's for sure yeah no for sure i think um yeah yeah i uh i'm happy with it i'm happy with it uh for and for anyone worried that we're gonna die off i know the past few episodes have been very nfl happy we're gonna just be moving right on we got some exciting things uh brewing i know we've said that before to no avail but yeah i think we have a new segment coming on this show uh if not next episode the episode after so we want to get that yeah very soon and then we're going to be transitioning right into ufc talk we have uh the pay-per-view preview episode coming out or being recorded this friday so um yeah a lot of a lot of action coming at you from us um what would you give the Super Bowl out of 10 before we move on? Well, and I was also just going to say, like, even, you know, we've got all, all the, the UFC stuff coming up. We've got the NHL trade oh, deadline yeah. coming up. We've got then the playoffs and then, uh, you and know, the draft and then, then the NFL draft is, you know, what potentially, um, you know, depending on what happens tomorrow, because tomorrow is the start of uh, free agency in the CFL. There's a lot of uh, big names that, that could be on the move there. A couple have already been confirmed. Um that will be made official kind of tomorrow, but we might have uh, some, some CFL off season talk that we uh, might be able to get into Uh, for the Super Bowl. I can't give it a 10 because a 10 would mean that the 49ers won and Christian McCaffrey got, got Super Bowl MVP. Um, I would have liked to see the 49ers win also just the fact of who would have got MVP, because I think there's like, there's a couple guys you could have went with. I don't think it was a slam dunk for anyone like it was, no. you know, with the Chiefs winning, it was Mahomes. And you could have maybe mm-hmm. made the argument if, you know, that it, when Kelsey got the ball there, if he uh, could have muscled in or whatever, you could have maybe made the argument for him. But I think his first half was just too, um, he, he was like non-existent. So, uh, but mm-hmm. overall, I, I'd give it an eight. I'd eight, give it an eight. I'd give it like a 7.8. I was debating on a 7, but I was like, Maybe you know what? 7.5. I was like, I'm we going got decimals. overtime. I was like, we got overtime, and that's what bumped it up a little bit for me. That's fair. Because, oh, I mean, overtime, like, yeah, it's great. And I, and I like that the it was the first time we got to see the new, um, the new playoff rules. Because it would have sucked if it was like Kansas City won the coin toss, they marched down, get a touchdown, boom, it's over type of thing, right? It was nice to mm-hmm. see both both offenses get a chance to go out there in in overtime and uh, show what they got. And yeah, one team was better than the other, and that's and that's the way it should be in in overtime. If if one offense can out outshine the other, then that should that should be the team that wins. It shouldn't come down to just one possession can. Uh, and that, and, yeah. that, and that could potentially be it. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. 7.5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Very respectable. Very good. Good game. You know, great game. I I can't. Great defense. Yeah. Which, hey, defense wins championships, right? They they damn well do. They damn well do. So I got a little bit of clown action for you. All right. Um, I think I might know where this is heading, but I'm not. I'm not 100% sure, so I'm, I'll wait and, uh, I'll wait and um, see what, what you got here. So, I want to hear your opinion on this. Ridley Gregg. I knew this is where this was going. I knew it. Yeah. And Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley is facing a suspension. He got an in-person, which means it could be, you know, five, six plus games it's not good yeah i'm team morgan riley no i can't no okay and this is this is why i wanted a discussion so why not to to break to break the situation down first of all for anyone who uh maybe isn't familiar with hockey or or just not in this situation itself uh so the ottawa senators were playing the toronto maple leafs Obviously, that's that's a pretty big rivalry in the NHL. You know, the, the two Ontario teams. Um, Ottawa was winning four to three uh, late in the game. Um, Toronto pulled their goalie. 
Ottawa Ford Ridley Greg um, got a breakaway on the empty net. And instead of just sliding it in like most guys do, he decided to take a slap shot and just wire it into the net. Now, is that a penalty? No. Is it illegal? No. Does it go against kind of the hockey code that, you know, one of those unwritten rules? Yeah. You like you, you, you don't see guys do that. However, after he did that, uh, Toronto defenseman Morgan Riley went after him and delivered a cross check, um, kind of in the the shoulder neck head area of of Ridley Gregg, um, and is now facing. Uh, we won't know until tomorrow. His hearing is scheduled for uh, Tuesday, February thirteenth. So tomorrow we'll actually know. Um, and it is a he was offered an in person hearing, which means it could be five, six, potentially even more. Whereas if it was a phone hearing, it would be a maximum of five games. So he could be facing a pretty, uh, pretty lengthy suspension for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's like, you know, people go back to that. If it's, it's an unwritten rule of, uh, of hockey, you don't do that. Well, it's also, you know, you, you know, if a guy does something to piss you off, it's, you go up to him and challenge him and be like, hey, let's drop the gloves and fight because you can fight in hockey as opposed to going and delivering a cheap shot like that when maybe and, and you can make the argument maybe Greg should be expecting something for doing that. But at the same time, you, when you've got a player unsuspecting and you throw a, a, a cross check like that up at the, the head and neck area, it's hard to to make the argument that it, it wasn't an, an intent to injure the players so fair so here's what i'll say i think um i i i think you 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 don't go i think the head and neck is where it then becomes um bad i i don't i don't think you 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 hit them with the cross check to the head yeah now should he have gotten laid out yep I think you should, because I'm yep. going to relate it to baseball, and I, I'm more familiar with baseball, but I think if you do a large ceremonial bat flip after you get a home run, yeah, you know, your team knows, the other team knows, the next time you're at the plate, he's throwing it at you. Yeah. He is. And if he's not throwing it at you, you're getting it pitched inside to you for the rest of the game, and they're going to get close to hitting you. Now, sometimes they throw it at you, and then the bench is clear, and then there's a fight. Which so be always, en- always entertaining. Always entertaining. Always entertaining. But I think when you're going to do a showboaty move like that, especially, especially for the put it away goal. Yeah. You need to be doing that and then head on a swivel expecting a fight. You don't. Yeah. A fight, though. I'm sorry. If you're Not coming a... in and you just want to take a hard wrist shot and ding it off the back uh, center post of the net, do it. If you want to tap it in slowly, do it. Like, you don't have to glide it in. If you want to fire it, you can fire it. But to pull up at the hashes and drop a clap bomb? Oh, are you serious, yeah. man? Like, you yeah. should be. You should hit that clap bomb, immediately drop your stick, turn around, and expect whatever's coming to you. Yeah. But to, to drop a clap bomb and then... Like, I, I almost put it as intentionally making himself the victim. If you are going to not have your head on a swivel and go, I was unsuspecting, it's like, well, then you're an idiot. You're yeah. a fucking fool. If you're not suspecting that, now, no one deserves to get cross-checked in the head and neck area. I, I, will, I will admit to that. I will see that. And I think that's where Morgan Riley is definitely in the wrong. I do. You, you you don't go after a guy's head. So we we pretty much have. So we we're on we're basically on the same side of it. Is yeah, what Greg did was was stupid. You know, and, and, and deserved I, and, and deserved a retaliation. Yeah, De- absolutely deserved a retaliation. Yeah, and I, if if Morgan Riley went up and grabbed him and just threw off the gloves and said we're going, I think that's awesome because I do think you know when a guy does something like that, there needs to be a response. There needs you can't just take that and be like. You know, because if, if the Leafs did nothing and just let him skate off, the Leafs will be getting flamed for that. Now, if Morgan Riley said, hey, you know what? You're, we're going to go toe-to-toe and, and fight now? Then I, wasn't think gonna that, fight. I think that would have been would have been. He wasn't awesome. going to fight him, and Morgan Riley knew that. He wasn't going to fight him. But you can still at least grab the guy 
and throw off the gloves and just start fighting because he either gets pummeled or he has to fight back. And then still from no, he skates earlier, away. He skates away. Well, not if you grab him and just start throwing punches. Worst case scenario is he he turtles. And then even at that moment, getting a one-game suspension because we saw yeah. that happen earlier this year and uh, with Gabranson at Cousins and Gabranson got a, a one-game suspension for it. Whereas when you go in and you do that cross-check, you can't make the argument for anything other than he was trying to injure the player, which is why now he's... You know, I think in I, I think make, in my opinion, I think I'll make the argument. Six. I think he gets. I don't six. think he was. I don't think he was trying to injure. I think he was trying to lay him out. If you want to call that intent to injure, then 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 I I'll I'll agree with you there. But I I don't think, like like you know when I when I think of intent to injure, I do think of a Matt Cook. I think of a Todd Bertuzzi hit. When I see that, I think the stick came up too high. But I think the intent wasn't to injure. I think the intent was to lay him out and send a message. I think it was to shoot him into the boards, kind of saying, I'm not going to grab you. I'm not going to fight you. I'm going to put you on your ass. Fuck you. And and what comes after that was the stick was too high. And and yeah. that's no good. And I agree that that's, that's no that's a good. very fair. That's that's a very fair perspective. I can. But I'm I'm not going to jump right that. to. He was going saying, I'm going to put this kid out for five games or I'm going to put this kid out for a career. Because when I think you're when you're throwing around the intent to injure, there, there's the p- possibility of you're if you're giving a guy a career injury. If you're aiming to injure a guy, you never know how someone recovers. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that was the intent. I think the it was intent to send a message. I think it was intent to lay a dirty hit. I will say that all day long. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's very much way of wording it. At intent lay to lay a dirty hit, throw a cheap shot. Yeah, which, which you know, yeah, maybe that's a but, better way of. But to say he him. was going after him, eh, I struggle with that. I think he wanted he wanted to send that message of "Don't you dare," and I think that's a fair message. And that's again where I put it on on Greg Ridley Greg of. You, you, you had all. If anything, I think he had the intent to get injured. I'll give, I'll give Ridley Greg. You had the though. intent to get injured. If you're gonna do a dog, hot dog, dog shit move like that, and then skate away without having your head on a swivel, right against the boards, getting back to your bench, I think you have an intent to get injured. You're at no, you. Know, I never like the term they're asking for, but I think. You are you are setting yourself up for that, and you are being a little instigating shit rocket because you you know someone's coming to lay you out, so you're going to put yourself in a position not to defend yourself, so they get the bigger penalty. And I will I'll, put that I'll, I'll almost give, as far as a dive. I'll give Ridley like that is a Matt Cook move. I'll give Ridley great credit though. You know what he he plays on a a small market bottom of the the league Ottawa centers, not many people care about. And, you know, all of a sudden, boom, just like that. And actually shout out. He's actually a, a Lethbridge, uh, Alberta. A hurricane. Um, but he, uh, was he a hurricane? Uh, that I'm, that I'm not too sure. Probably not. Um, I'll, I'll double check here in a sec, but he, he made himself a household name now and he put himself on the map for the rest of his career. And so, you know, for the rest of the season, for the rest of the season, no, because this is this will be talked about constantly. No, it won't, because it it very well could set a precedent of maybe we. uh, He was a Brandon Wheat Kings um, guy. He played his whole whole his whole WHL career with the Brandon Wheat Kings. That's your name. You're Brandon. But I I think he 100 percent may put himself on, and he's still a young player. Like he's 21. He's putting up, you know, great stats as a as a young player. Like he's. And you know what? If if this is the start of him being like, uh, like like I'm gonna be a, a Brad Marchand type guy, that's the kind of way I want to play my game. Is you know, on, on the edge, like I can still put up points, but I'm still kind of a bit of a shit disturber and stirring the pot. That's a that's a guy that you like. Teams are gonna want. He's gonna be. I I'm think not... he could be one of those guys that's like, uh, you you hate to play against him. You think he's kind of a tool. But you're like, you know what? If he was on my team, fuck, I would love to have a guy like that. Because you don't you, know you don't get many of those players in the league anymore. I'm sorry, but that's that wasn't a Marshan move. That was a Tchuk move. 
I would I'd not probably make, have a Kachuk on my team. I'd have both. I would I rather could. a Marchand. I would rather a Marchand because Marchand would do that and then have his head on a swivel and answer the bell. To Chuck yeah. is more that little pukey. I'm gonna be a fucking skater boy, hot dog, and and oh, what did you hit me? Oh my god, why would you do such a thing? Hey, like, but you know what? Remember it, his it whole guys off Cassian? their game. Yeah, yeah. Because like the next time Ottawa and Toronto plays, you know Toronto's gonna have at least at least three players who their whole focus is just going after Greg and not even really focusing on the game. Similar okay. to what to what Matthew Kachuk did, like when they played um, Edmonton and whatnot. Like guys like Evander Kane, guys like Cassian were just were were so thrown off of their their game because their whole focus was oh I gotta lay Kachuk out when I can and, and teach him a lesson. And then it's like, so who, who really is getting the final laugh? The guy that, you know, is, is making the other team make mistakes and not focus on winning the game or so. Fair. Can we be in agreement? It was a bullshit move though. You don't do that. I mean, but that's the thing. Like what, what's so, I mean, I know it's one of those unwritten rules, but like, is it really that? And you yeah. know, if, if it adds, like if it's a, you know, if I think a big part of it was the fact that like it's a, it's a rivalry between these two teams, and if it say if it was in Toronto, and he did that, okay, maybe that's one thing. But I think when you're at home and you're you're you just beat a rival your rival team that that's a great team. Like Toronto's a great team. Ottawa sucks, and to to do that, like I don't I don't think it's a. It's, I, it's I a, think you win with class. I think you win with class. But there's numerous, numerous teams that win without class in other ways. Like, again, it it is one of those those unwritten rules. But so so help me win an argument after the fact. Someone's I was talking about it to uh, to someone today, and they were they were mm-hmm. defending Ridley Gregg to the teeth. Yeah, I'm and I'm, I'm said, in the middle. I'm not one. And way they said. Down. And and I, I like I, I I'm I'm speaking out my ass for entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. If I sat down and put a gun to my head, yes, I would definitely be more in the middle. You don't cross check a guy to the head, but you also don't do what he did. Both were in the wrong. I'll put it that way. Both yeah. were in the wrong. Yeah. For 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 the sake of good podcasting, I will say I think Ridley Gregg, I, I'll stick to my word again, had the intent to get injured by doing that and then not having his head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're at, you're asking for it and you're creating something there. Now, someone today was was all fucking had him in their jaw, just, mm-hmm. um, saying if Bedard had done the same thing, it would have been praised and it would have been a highlight. Which, and to I, that, I say, absolutely not. I I agree. Yeah, I think I think that's 100%. that's what people. If anyone defending Ridley Gregg. I'm not gonna have an argument with you if you can at least at least and not that I want to have an argument, but I'm saying if you can at least conceive or concede that that's a bullshit play, then we're not we're not in the same stratosphere. We're not talking mm-hmm. the same sport. Mm-hmm. If you can't sit down and go, yeah, you know what, he was in the wrong. Was Morgan Riley in the wrong? Yes, I do. And and I'll again go back to it. Was it intent to injure? I don't think so. Was it intent to send a message? Yes. Was it intent to cheap shot? Yes. Mm-hmm. Intent to injure? That that then that's the gray area. And and now we're just talking semantics and intention. And no one will ever know about Morgan Riley, and he's not going to yeah. talk about it honestly. Yeah. No. Um. I like that. But point I you think brought up, though, if Bedard did that, like it would be praised and be. No, it wouldn't. I think it would. No, really? Because that's it, what the person was saying, and I said absolutely not. It would not be praised. Oh yeah, people would think it would be like, be oh, what, what, like a what, a, what a cocky power move by, by the young guys, really putting his stamp on the league. When I think, I think way more people would, would be praising it if no, no, if it was someone like I think, who did it. Honestly, I think more people would be against it because nah. they would say you've played on a bigger stage. You're a higher profile player. You know better than this, and you are better than this. You're yeah. getting more goals in the regular season. You don't need you don't need the clap bomb to 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 pretend you have a big hog at the end of a win. I I I honestly, genuinely, I think you would get less praise 
than Ridley Gregg simply because he is better than that. Okay, but Ridley think, Gregg is about like, he isn't a Bedard. Think about like five years. Only talking about him because he did this hot dog move. We'll talk about Bedard because he's a good hockey player. Well, Ridley Gregg wasn't getting that chatter there, buddy boy. Greg, Greg, yeah, you had to, Greg's a good you, you, player for people. Like he, he's twenty-one years old. He's got nineteen points in thirty-eight games on a on a bum ass Ottawa team. Uh, he first came into the league last year and put up coming off uh, an injury. He, uh, he he put up nine points in twenty games. So like he's he's he's, he's averaging no like yet. half. No, but okay. But think about like I think it was about five or so years ago when. Andrei Svechnikov pulled off the Michigan against Calgary. And how many people were like, like people thought it was cool, but the amount of people that were like, they're like, you don't do that. Like, that's just a disrespectful thing to a goalie and to pull off in a game. But then this season we've seen Zegras do it. We've seen Bedard do it. And it's, it's highlight reel. People think it's sick that players are, are, are showing off these, these high skilled moves. But when Svechnikov first did it, a lot of people thought it was scummy and kind of a little bit showboating and trashy, but I also think you two things. Number one players that was two years ago or five years ago. Yeah. I think about. We want, we want more Instagrammable moments now. And Zegers got just as much praise as Bedard. Yep. But that's what I'm saying is, well, I'm, but Zegers is kind of one of the, the NHL is trying to make him one of the faces of the, of the league. But I think I think and and I'll and I'll label two things. I think that that's that's apples to oranges. Because with that, sure it's maybe a little showboaty and sure it's annoying to a goalie, but you know what the goalie's still in the net. Yeah. The goalie's still in the net. And and you need to score however you can score. The game's still goalies in the net. Goalies not mm-hmm. in the net. You're not drop dropping a hash mark clap ball. But but that's what I'm saying now. If we w- say in, real in like five years, if, if we did see... that, if Bedard did that, he would not be praised. He would not be praised. And I think I don't think I he think would be because... praised. But I think I don't think as many people would would be up as upset. About I think about I think more would. I think more would because there's more eyes on Bedard. Really, and I think more. Okay. Yes, I, I know, think more people fair. would go. We're talking about you during the game. You. You don't need to do this to end up on Sports Center. Ridley Gregg had to do this to end up on Sports Center. See, I don't think you're giving you, Ridley Gregg enough credit for how how good s- of a player he is still though. Fair, but you said it yourself. Now he's a household name. Well, I mean, yeah, to the but like anyone who who Bedard like, was a household about, name. I'm talking prior. about the people who like I, I'm a diehard hockey fan. Like you can ask me, you know, a hundred different hockey questions, I probably get like ninety five correct. But for the people Third who, line who right just, wing for no, I'm just fucking with you. like people who just kind of like follow here and there, they all now know who he is. Like yeah. he's now a household name because of it to just like the, the casual viewers, the people who are kind I of agree. who are kind of in and me, out of, of paying me. attention. Yeah, me, me, exactly me. And I'm telling you, I already knew who Bedard was. I would be more mad if Bedard well, did it. But the, the thing, the thing also is, is maybe Bedard's a bad comparison because Bedard is like. He's he's a generational player. Like by the end of his career, based on his skill, he could very well be a top five player of all time. So maybe Bedard is kind of a, a little bit of a, a different example comparison, just because like he is he very well could end up having a better career than McDavid, which is crazy to say given how yeah. in, insane McDavid is is right I now. I know, total draft bust. But um and he's got no cups, so yeah, no rings, baby. How many does Sid have? Three. Sorry, what was that? Three. Now, how many Mc, does McDavid have? None. Him? No, no, no. Like McDavid and Drysaddle. Uh oh, McDavid and Drysaddle together? Yeah, none. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Pat Maroon. Interesting. Pat Maroon has three. Exactly. But he doesn't have as he doesn't have more than than McDavid though, right? Maroon. Oh, Obviously. sure does. What? And Lucic has one. <laughs> yeah, and... Okay. That was too that far. Actually, Lucic kind of got swept under the rug, that whole situation. 
Like it was like yeah. headline news for like two days, and then hey, it's like we're not gonna get into it. But did you hear about, about those NHLers now on trial? Yeah. Yep. Did they, they do it? The hammer finally dropped. Oh, I, I mean, the the fact of like, um, uh, maybe we shouldn't and, even get into this. No, but no, but what what I'm gonna say because there's a lot of people that I see that are like, you know, my whole thing is is I'm not gonna say whether they did or didn't, I'm going to kind of sit back and let the legal process handle itself. And once yep. there's a confirmed verdict, then I feel like it's more appropriate to be like, okay, now we know. The thing that a lot of people need to do understand though is the fact that um, the victim who, hockey, made, who made the the claim was paid off by Hockey Canada. She That's was suing good. Hockey Canada for it. And I think it was for about like 3.8 million and then she was paid off by Hockey Canada for an undisclosed amount. This was because it took place in London, Ontario. It was the London police that actually reopened it and pursued now um, taking action against these players. So, you know, again, I'm not saying they did or didn't, but if they have enough evidence to be able to reopen the case and, and charge these guys, that's kind of and i think kind of speaks a lot on about it right there speaks a lot and i think innocent or not bad look on hockey canada to pay off a potential yeah victim yeah bad look it's a very very bad look bad boys bad boys hockey canada you go sit in the corner you go sit in the corner right now go sit in the corner hockey canada you You go sit in the corner what you did um bad bad, naughty Go outside. Did you see that the Flames are getting put on blast a bit for it? Well, yeah. Wasn't one of the players a Flames player? Yeah, but so what happened was... um, And we we didn't even know, actually, that that the news was going to drop about it, you know? We thought even back in in August, we were going to get more news on it. And so the first domino to fall was the player on Calgary, Dubé. He... um, Took, he, as he said, he was taking a leave of absence for mental health. That's what he told the team. And so when you've got a player who he was struggling very bad this season and now understandably why, like he had this shit in the back of his mind all season, but he told the team that he was taking a leave of absence for mental health. So the team's like, okay, man, like go, go do what you got to do. We've got guys here that you can talk to and, and we'll help you through this process. And so they put out a statement just saying, that he is taking a leave of absence for mental health. And then a couple of days later, we started to see these other players from the, the world junior team that year take the leave of absence. So then we were like, okay, well, this is no longer a, a coincidence. And then mm-hmm. a couple of days later after that, the news dropped that five players have been asked to surrender to London police. So then it's like, okay, now we now know why they're all taking that um, leave of absence. But the Flames were getting put on blast by a lot of people because they said that uh, Dubé was taking a leave of absence for mental health. All of these other teams just said, this player is taking a leave of absence indefinitely. We will not comment any further. But the Flames are getting blast because people are assuming that the Flames knew what he did and they were trying to use mental health as an excuse to cover up for what he did which I think, I think is kind of crazy. I don't think the Flames knew. Because like if, if any of those teams actually straight up knew, they would have immediately cut ties with those players. And at the end of the day, the Flames were doing what they felt was right by their player. Like, Here's what I will say. You, you can't fault the, the team because the player lied about why they were taking that leave of absence. This just goes to show why hockey players are weak. Weaker. Dubé did potentially, allegedly, committed this heinous crime. Yeah. And then, oh, he, his mental health isn't good. Well, I think that was just his his excuse to to get away and not have to own up to the general manager, the owner, and and be like, hey guys, I did this. Now I need to take a leave of of absence. Like I don't, Aaron I don't, Hernandez killed a person. No, I'm not saying that. Well, and then came back the next year to play and put up monster numbers. Well, these guys have played for okay. 
like what now six years since or Hernandez five years capped a dude like four times all the while while hiding as we found out from the documentary probably like 17 gay relationships yeah that was a wild documentary and he was straight out in the desert just kneecapping popping popping caps in these fools and now and then he goes back goes on the season and then puts up monster numbers Monster, the 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 Patriots go to a Super Bowl, and he kills a person, and then he's like, "Yeah, I'll still play. I'll still ball out. I'll no still big ball him at the time, huh? No one suspected him. Yeah, but he knew. Yeah, yeah. No one knew he was gay either. Do you think? Do you think if the documentary comes out about these Team Canada players, oh, there's one hundred percent going to be a, a doc done about it at some point. How, if Netflix does it. How many of them are going to be gay? If we're basing it off of the Hernandez, I'm not. I'm not even going to dive down that that well. I think at least two of them. We two will, out we of the will definitely get a a documentary at at. I'll some say point. right now, Netflix. If you're making if you're making a documentary, I'll be one of their boyfriends. <laughs> Pay me twenty thousand dollars. I'll be one of their boyfriends. I don't care. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. We were super gay. We were, but. He felt bad about it. That's why he did those horrible things. Um, we were we were super gay, and and he was trying to hide it. So that's why he did what he did. Because that's what they did with the Hernandez dog. They did Hernandez dirty. They yeah he they, they did, did do him dirty on in and it it takes a lot to say they did a murderer dirty. Yeah, but. But no, if if Netflix, if you're running a documentary, um, I will be one of the players' boyfriends. Um, pay me what, like fifty thousand dollars, and I'll be like, yeah, we were like, we kissed. Come on, Brand, don't you want to get in on this bag? No, I'm good. I appreciate that. <laughs> but just just to go back to, to to what I was saying though is I don't feel like it, it's fair for people to, and I get there's so many people that have a, a lot of hate towards these players and whatnot. That is totally valid but it should not be projected onto all these other individuals, especially the, the social media manager of the flames. Now who is having to deal with all this stuff for doing what they felt was right by their player in that moment. Looking back at I it, was it? No, they, they the it, social bad. media manager is gay. It's, it's a bad look on the flame. Everyone's shirt, gay, but it's again, it goes to the player, not the organization. And I heard Harvey, to- the hound. Oh, you don't bring nah. You don't don't start bringing Harvey into this. He he's a he's a great mascot. He's no gritty. I think no gritty. No gritty. Wow, he's no gritty. Yeah, but gritty doesn't have a famous tongue pull incident. Yeah. Oh, actually, I do. Um. Okay, one clown, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, actually, never mind. No, I don't. One more. One more clown. I'm trying to find one. I'm I'm glad I'm glad we we went into this Ridley Gregg debate. I know we got dark at the end with Dubay and those other players, um, and and our hearts go out to the victims, um, and obviously yeah. this is horrible, and we'll let the legal proceeding um, do what the legal proceeding does, and not. No, I don't. I actually, I don't. I don't got any. Uh, any so we'll end on a high note. Ridley Gregg, household name, household name, stud, hot dog, Animal stud, beast. Beast. Showboater? Top tier player. The next Bedard? Absolutely out of this world. That's what I gotta say on. Okay, Morgan Riley, generational talent. He's he's a very good defenseman and generational talent. I'm very curious to see what suspension he he gets. Well, coming from a Boston fan, you're throwing that out there. Yeah, actually, yeah. no, I can never say that. Better than Paul Coffey. Better than Paul Coffey. Well, Oilers fans might might argue with you on that one. Penguins fans might argue with you on that one. Yeah, well, if you're if you're if you're saying if you're if you're giving stud to Ridley Gregg. One thing I'm very curious though. I'm giving I'm, I'm very, giving generational talent to Morgan Riley. I, I'm very curious to to see when these two teams play again. What? What happens? Oh, line brawl for sure. Line brawl. For Th- sure. There's going to be something, and I'm curious to see if what what road Toronto takes with this. Like, I do they hope. have someone that's kind of because I think Greg knows now. Next time they play, I'm going to have to drop the gloves, and if I don't, this shit's going to happen again. So either face the music early on in the game, 
or I keep my head on a swivel waiting for guys to keep hitting me over and over and running at me. But it's going to be interesting who who takes it upon themselves on Toronto to to drop the gloves with them. Like it, people, Here's what are, I like, think. people are saying it should be Ryan Reeves. Absolutely not. You don't take your the the biggest heavyweight in the league, the the best fighter, and be hey, go out there and pummel this this twenty one year old. You need to find someone in, within the same weight class to nope, to go. I toe think that's to toe exactly what you do. Or no, hear me out. You can't hear me you out. Can't do it that way. Hear me out. Hear me out, Brandon. Yeah, I'm hearing you out. Ridley Gregg disrespected the net. Mm-hmm. The goalie's got to fight him. That's a yep. I'm sticking by it. Not a goalie on goalie fight. I'm saying we definitely goalie won't on see that. We definitely won't see that. I know, but if there was a plus 21,000 line for that bet, I would throw a penny on it. Well, I think everyone would if. if... I would I would throw a penny on that as well. I don't think it would ever happen, but for odds like that, I I definitely I, I, now, I throw two pennies the suspension on it. Hearing, I throw two pennies on it. Before the suspension hearing, I do think it is worth mentioning that I heard Morgan Riley is gay. All right, all right, all right. Allegedly, all right, folks, as you would say, he he's he's got a Hernandez hit. <laughs> W energy. Keep going back to Aaron Hernandez. W energy. You don't crash. You don't get the jitters. It's energy. Oh, love I, it or hate actually, it. I do have one energy. clown. I do have one clown. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, I, I I was searching trying to find it because I remember seeing it. But there was some reporter who after the after the game last night said, not including Travis Kelsey, who's the best tight end of all time. And holy shit, did he get flamed because people are like, you couldn't include Travis Kelsey and it's it's still not him. Like everybody was was in agreement on that. Like that I I, I mean in my opinion, I 100 percent gronk. But like the amount of people are just like, dude, you could include Kelsey and it's still not him. Like, why are you acting like he's the the consensus number one? So he, he I was trying to find it. I can't it might have gotten deleted. Well, I can't find and it. I, think if you if you looked at it as in in today's football then you give it to kelsey because kelsey's a terrific receiver Mm -hmm. i think if you look at it as a true tight end it's got to go to gronk yeah which is the way i the way i view it it's a true tight end amazing blocker gronk amazing blocker there's a lot of amazing blockers and then i think Gronk had that offensive threat as well. I'm not saying Kelsey's yeah. not a good blocker, but the amount of time he's lining up in the slot mm-hmm. or wide out, like, yeah, or he's motioning away from the line of scrimmage. Like, that's not a tight end. He's a receiver. Yeah. Is he terrific? Yes. Is he a generational talent? Absolutely, Very- without a doubt. And in, and in today's modern day NFL, where but we yeah, just no, care about yeah, that was the one I was trying to, trying he's to the find. best. Um, so. He's the best in the modern day NFL. Oh, you know what I mean? Kind of losing you a bit here. He's the best in the modern day NFL. But traditionally yeah. to that position, you got to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry, I kind of ruined your uh, your little your little plug you were doing there. So I'll let you uh, I'll let you get back on. Heavy energy. No crash, no jitters. PGO, three letters, 10% off at checkout. We love you. Okay, now for the real stuff, go to our social medias at PGO show on Instagram and TikTok Hello? at post game over. Oh, am I? Are we losing each other here? Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you now. Now I got you. I can, I, I've been able to hear you the whole time. Oh, oh so maybe, it was, maybe it's just my end's fucked then. Fuck you, man. Well, yeah, but you're recording it, so you care about your end. I'm off of my okay. world. Our social medias, folks. Yeah, quit looking at Anyways, me. Anyways, I got you off track from your, your plugs, so. <laughs> At PGO Show on Instagram and TikTok, at Post Game Overtime, Post Game One Word on YouTube, and at PGO Show or PG Overtime on X. Folks, we always plug these social medias now more than ever. We want you to drop a follow, okay? We will be posting more clips. We will come at you with more clips. We're gonna we're gonna make that effort. We said we have big things coming. Those big things are going to stem 
obviously from the podcast. This is our number one, but we are going to try and really push these new things that we will be announcing soon. This new segment we are working on. We are working hard on this new segment. We're doing research. Okay, this is gonna yeah. we're gonna be putting it on the TikTok, on the YouTube shorts, on the Instagram reels, on the X videos. Yeah. I don't know. Whoa, whoa, X videos. Um <laughs> but we folks, we're gonna be putting them on the social media. So we want your support there. So if you're loving the PGO content, even if you're hating it, you hop over to those social medias, drop us a follow. Send us a comment if you want to chat. We're always checking those. Send us a comment. Drop us a line. That's where we want to hear from you, and that's where we want your support. We love the downloads. Keep the downloads coming. Keep the keep the listens coming. Folks, we love you. We appreciate you, and we wouldn't be doing this without you. We couldn't be doing this without you. But we ask you now, today, in this moment, on this podcast, if you aren't following us, Head over to those social medias and drop us that follow, folks, because we love you and we want to see you there. You have a great week. We're going to be coming yeah, at you Friday with a pay-per-view preview episode and many more couldn't things to come. More. Pardon? Couldn't agree more. See, we were arguing a little bit this episode, but now this is, do we agree with each other now? For what? Telling people to follow us. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100% he says 100% folks 110% 110% that's more than 100 that's not even mathematically possible and that's how much we're agreeing folks we're going to be coming at you Friday with the pay-per-view preview for UFC 298 Volkanovski taking on Ilya Taporia we got a lot of great picks a lot of great parlays and we have a lot of great action for the rest of the year it's only February folks we got 10 more months of fun okay we're going to be coming at you hot, and we want to hear from you. We love you. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you soon.